month of September is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month. And to focus on this advocacy about increasing awareness, I had a heartfelt conversation with one of my good friends who happens to be a prostate cancer survivor. This talk is not so much an interview, but more to sit back and listen to his story about his journey, about all the things that he had to go through on his walk and his battle with prostate cancer. So today, let's have a talk with my good friend, Edward Newton, a prostate cancer survivor. Hi, everybody. I'd like to welcome you back. And this month being the month of September, we're dealing with prostate cancer and prostate cancer awareness. And one of the things that I really uh, looked at was how to reach people. And I think that it takes one person to reach another person to really have the advocacy that we need for awareness. And so I could think of no other person than, you know, my good brother, you know, my fellow New Yorker, you know, that is here today, um, who was a pastor himself. And so, you know, so we want when we look at these experiences to know that we're not walking through them alone. And so I like to welcome, you know, Everett Newton, you know, to this uh, presentation. And I'm not going to ask any questions. I simply asked him before we got started to talk about your journey. And so I'm going to give him this platform to talk about his journey and what better awareness and advocacy we can do. And then we'll come back when he's done. So preach, it's all yours. Hey man, I'm, I'm honored to be here. And let me tell you, talking about prostate cancer is easy. Um, first of all, my father is my journey. My dad had prostate cancer when we were in high school. And while I didn't quite get what was going on with Pop, he mm -hmm. told me he had it and he experienced it. Um, my dad had a few complications, but all I knew is that my father said, we're not gonna have any more children. Uh, and I was probably in my senior year in high school. My father was home. He recuperated. Mm -hmm. um, I, I knew there was a difference in my father's um, behavior. I knew my dad was home for a long time. But after that is when things changed. He told us he wanted us to have our prostate checked every six months. And, you know, I, I'm, you know, you're 18 years old. You're not going to worry about checking that. Mm -hmm. So, as time went on, we never bothered with it. So when we turned 40, that's when my father was really on top of us. Hey, you guys need to get your prostate checked at 40. Um, one of our friends had developed prostate cancer and there was a friend in our neighborhood whose father passed away from it at, at 42. Mm -hmm. So at that point, we took it very serious. So every six months, my brother and I had our prostate checked every six months. After 50, that's when life changed. 
my grandfather um, had prostate at my at 50. My grandfather had prostate cancer when I turned 50. And even though he had something done about it, he didn't live out much long after that. Then I found out that I believe it was my uncle. He developed prostate cancer. A friend I had gone to high school with, he found out his father had prostate cancer and did nothing, nothing. And because of it, he passed away. And then my friend, he developed prostate cancer at 50 the next year. And I remember something he told me. He said his father told him, if you really love your family, you'll do something about your condition. And he did not want to do anything about it, but it's he immediately did something. He had the radical surgery, um, and it was new, you know. Um, he was concerned about, you know, his marriage. Um, he was concerned about being able to function. And he said, psychologically, that's what really hurt him. So every six months, I kept going. Um, it continued to go on. During the pandemic, I had gone, but I guess I kind of slept on continuing. Instead of going six, instead of going to six months, I went, I waited a year. But when I went, my PSA was 3.7. I was good. That was in November of 2021. My brother and I had gone, had attended a homegoing service for a friend of mine in Brooklyn. And my brother um, called me in a panic by saying, hey man, um, it's with a doctor and my doctor has informed me that my PSA is at 6.2. And I kind of, uh, I kind of chuckled. I said, man, <laughs> I just left my doctor in November, this is February, mm -hmm. and my PSA is 3.7. He said, no, nah, man, you need to go back and check it. I said, well, you know what? On your panic and concern, I'm going. So I went to the doctor in February of 2022, and I get there, and I was concerned about my um I have diabetes. Concerned about because you know we had just gone through Thanksgiving, Christmas, and my birthday. I had just turned 61 years old. We get to the I get from my doctor and I, and I said, um, I want to know what my report is. He's and he said, I said, listen, um, I heard my my um my numbers with my my diabetes have gone up a little bit. I'm not concerned about that because I know I can get back on the on the treadmill. She said, no, that's not why I'm calling you. Did you see your PSA numbers? I said, I didn't bother with that because the last time I was there was 3.7. She said, you need to see your urologist. I said, what for? She said, because your PSA is now 8.6. Mm. 
I said, wait a minute. I just left in November. And it was 3.7. She said, sir, it is 8.6, and I'm concerned about you. I hung the phone up, and the only thing I could think of, how could my numbers have jumped that high? So I called the urologist and you know, said, we can't see you until June. I said, wait a minute. You're going to see me today. I'm an African-American. I went from 3.7 to 8.6. You have to see me immediately because this is serious. I come from a family that has prostate issues. So I called my brother. He said, man, you got to get in there immediately. Because he said, and I had no idea. Well, I did not know that all of my uncles on my mother and father's side had recently found out that they all had prostate, prostate cancer. So immediately, I, I pleaded my case with my neurologist. So the neurologist simply sent me to somebody else. Went to the neurologist. I'm panicking. So he checked me out. He said, listen, let's wait a month. So for a whole month, I, I ate better. I tried, you know, I saw a nutritionist change my eating habits. So I came to another appointment in March of 2022. Took the blood test. Waited the next day. Neurologist, call, neurologist calls me and says, your PSA is now 9.9. Mm. I said, okay. I said, listen, I want to introduce you to someone who I trust. There's a guy named Ash Tawari. Ash Tawari is a um, he's a, a doctor in at Mount Sinai Hospital in, here in New York and he told me point blank he said listen this guy is excellent and I want you to go meet him first of all make an appointment so I called Ashtawari but I couldn't see Ashtawari until May so in the meantime, I called someone who I knew who was the um, a radiologist because I was not going to, um, I didn't want to do the operation. So she, I sent her my, my numbers and she recommended I do a Gleason, I do the uh, Gleason test, I do a, a biopsy. Did the biopsy and everything was six and seven. It took 30 samples. Uh, the 30 samples, um, five were cancerous, six were cancerous. So by the time I got to ask to worry, I sent him all the information. He looked at me and said, 
you were young enough to have radical surgery. Um, I can promise you that if we have the surgery, if you want to continue to have a healthy life, you can. If you want to be have an intimate relationship, you there's a, there's a probability you can. But I can guarantee you this: we can give you we can give you um, we can let you we can we can treat you with radiology we can treat you know radiation. However, these are this this is we can't promise you we can cure you. We can't promise you a long life. And they gave me all the side effects. He said, I tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna plan for you to have this operation. And I'll call you when I have a I have a I have a slot for you to have this operation. I said, you're not giving me you're not gonna give me a um you not gave me opportunity to say no. He said, absolutely not. He said, because <laughs> you're young, you're in good health, and I want to see you live. And plus, I know where you, 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 you I know where you live. You live in Rockland County. I live not I live 30 minutes from you. And I want to see and I want to see you live on. So I go home and I'm saying, man, this guy, this guy's kind of telling me how, how I'm gonna I'm gonna live the rest of my life. So I tell my brother. And my brother tells my cousins. I had no idea that six of my cousins had prostate cancer. Prostate cancer in my family, whether it's on my mother or my father's side, it seems to be hereditary. One of my cousins is a twin on my father's side, he calls me. He said, listen, man, I'm not telling you this because I want to, but I didn't tell anybody, but I had prostate cancer when I was 45 years old. And I want you to have the surgery. Where are you have the surgery at? Mount, Mount Sinai. Who's your surgeon? Ask Tawari. You're in good hands. He's the same guy that operated on me. I talked to another a colleague I worked with. Ask Tawari operated on him. And the guy lived across the street. Ask Tawari operated on him. So I called Ashwari. He said, I remember your cousin. <laughs> so he took my, my um, stuff and looked at my cousin's stuff. And he said, prostate cancer in your family must definitely run in the family because you have this, you guys are very similar. I get a call the first weekend in June, he asked me, what are you doing in on the 7th of June? I said, nothing. He said, that day you'll have an operation. He said, you spoke to your cousin, you spoke to some other people. 
we're going to have this operation. I said, I'm, I'm ready. I signed the documentation that Friday. I went, through, I did the preoccupational, the pre stuff for the operation. On October 7th, I had an operation. And what was supposed to be two hours ended up being eight. Uh, wow. When they opened me up, they found other stuff. Um, they found that there was stuff that was going on with my kidneys. In the middle of the operation, they stopped it. I did specimens with my specimens of my kidneys, inserted my kidneys with a, with uh, shunts, um, stems, whatever you call it. Um, when I when I closed my eyes, it was eight thirty, and I have a high tolerance for pain. So when I came to, it was five o'clock in the afternoon. Stayed in the hospital for from that Tuesday to that Saturday. Went home that Saturday afternoon, had to be readmitted that Monday because I developed, um, what did I develop? I developed a blood clot and I was bleeding from where they operated on me. Came home for two weeks, had a blood um, serious blood, serious UTI. Um, had all kind of problems, man. So, what caused the problem was not the operation, but what what well, kind of the operation? The shots they put in my kidneys, they were they had gotten infected at the time. Monday, I mean, I would have I had all kind of complications. I um, I lost. I went. I lost a lot of weight. I lost like 40 pounds, 45 pounds, which I was a blessing. Man. I, I changed my diet, man. I, I all kind of stuff. Excuse me, was able to work from home. But the blessing was this. I went to the, I went for my three-month checkup Monday. I went from a 9.8 PSA to a 0 0.014 PSA. Mm -hmm. Now, imagine had my brother not said to me, you need to go get it checked out. Mm -hmm. I, may not, I may not be here right now. So my dad kept telling me, Get your, get your prostate check every six months because prostate cancer runs in my family. In the process, I found out that 10 of my cousins, first cousins on my mother's side had, have had prostate cancer. On my father's side, I have four cousins, male, who've had PSAs as high as 11. All my father's brothers, all my mother's brothers have had prostate cancer, but nobody talks about it because they're afraid if they have the operation, what they might lose. You don't lose checking on your prostate, but what I gained 
was life. Mm -hmm. So I am determined to tell people about prostate cancer. And the and one of the greatest human beings that helped me on my journey to get past this prostate cancer was my frat brother, John Claiborne, who I had no idea, didn't tell anybody that he had gone through it. And the day before, the day after, and all through the journey, this guy would call me. I'm going, let me tell you what this 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 is going to happen. This is going to happen. And 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 if you know anything about John Claiborne, he he knows I like a good joke. He knows I like to laugh. Every so often he would call me and tell me funny things that would happen. And I would, you know, I blow it off. And sure enough, two or three days later, it happens. He he helped me. So now that's what I'm doing. I'm meeting guys now. I talk to them. I go over to the hospital um, here in here in Rockland County. And I talk to people of color in particular, men, and remind them. It's not about what you lose. It's about what you gain. And, you know, I'd rather lose a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to lose my soul because of my ego. And, and I, you know, I work with men, and I work with men to, to end domestic violence. But I also tell men, what you what you think you're losing, that's, that's the least of your issues. You want to be here for your children. You want to be here for your family. You want to be here for your friends. Take life. Life is more important than anything. It's more important than anything you can think of. If you really want to be hard in life, tell somebody about the value of getting a checkup. The value of, of, of being eating, eating healthy, taking your vitamins exercising, being giving good advice, being healthy about who you are as a human being. We're, we're losing a generation because we are afraid to get our health checked. And for me, man, I'm telling you, I, I haven't been under 200 pounds in who knows how long. I feel good. Mm -hmm. I look good, man. I just feel like a brand, I feel like a brand new guy, man. All because my brother told me, yo, man, check that PSA out. And you know something? The, ent the entire time during, during, during COVID, <laughs> I'm the only one on my job that never got COVID. I have, in the, even in the hospital, people who worked on me, they got COVID, never got it. I'm telling you, the good Lord looked out for me, man. The good, I'm telling you, what should have taken me out didn't. The, the Lord spared me, brother. I, I'm, I'm a witness. I'm a witness of God's mercy and grace. So I'm going to tell this story. Take care of your health. Get a checkup. And anybody who hears this, I'm telling you, don't be afraid to have those folks Check your prostate, your your prostate, your colon, whatever it is. Get a checkup every year. And for black folk, black men, go every six months. It'll save your life. It'll bless your family. Amen. Breach, thank you.
Thank you for sharing that story. That's inspiring, you know, to get checked up. And I like that what you just said. What do I have to lose? But what do I have to gain? I'd like to thank my friend Everett Newton for sharing that inspiring message with us. And as we go throughout this month, and even in the months ahead, each one reach one to talk about this awareness. Because just like he said, what is it that we really have to lose versus what we have to gain? And so that screening, that awareness for us, for men, get checked, learn your history, and hopefully we can avoid becoming a statistic on the wrong end by getting pre-screened and getting checked up and talking with our doctors about what we need to be successful. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation like I have, and I will look forward to uh, seeing you again in the future. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, Also, you can check out this podcast in video form uh, on my YouTube channel at Let's Have a Talk with Dr. Keith. Uh, Subscribe to it as well. So when you get fresh content here, uh, you'll get fresh content on both pages. Thanks a lot for listening and talk to you soon.